0: You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 408. Do you want to end the cycle of feeling frustration, shame, stress, and guilt? You know what I'm talking about. The cycle of beating yourself up for not being the perfect mom, spouse, or entrepreneur. Do you crave deeper connections with your spouse, your kids, and, dare I say it, yourself? If only you could control the ever growing to do list and other priorities running through your mind at all times. Do you wish you had more balance between your life and business? What if you could fall asleep, feeling at peace, and knowing your best was good enough? If those sound like things you want in your life, send me an email at taylorhappinessabound.com. I'd be honored to be able to help you achieve your dream life. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here, we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor, thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. We are continuing our theme week all about how to be authentic. I want to highly encourage you to go check out episode 406 and 407, but if you have not heard those, that's okay because this episode can also be a standalone. So today I want to talk about big shiny things (laughs) and how that correlates to being authentic or not. If I can be so bold, I think way too often we see what other people have going on, and it's this big shiny thing, and we go, we want that. Yeah, yeah, I want that, I want that. And we start kind of going in that direction. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but when we see something out of comparison and decide that we want it, it may not be in alignment with our most authentic self. And that's how we have kind of a downward slide. So today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about big shiny things, what we can do to negate being inauthentic, and how we can still go for our goals that may be inspired by big shiny things. So I'm going to use an example in business. So you're in business, and I'm in business, and I see that you are doing something new and cool. Maybe you're teaching a class or you have a group on Facebook or whatever it is. And let's say it's the group on Facebook. So you have a group on Facebook and I see that and I go, oh, they have, she has such an engaged audience. I want that. Great. So the next question is, why do I want that? So instead of running out and creating a Facebook group and then being like, okay, now everybody come join this group. You need to ask yourself why you want that. Do you want that because it's perceived success on the other person's part? Do I want that because it's perceived success? Do I want that because it's the, the next thing that I think I need to do to gain insight with my audience? Now, I'm not saying a Facebook group is wrong or right. That's not the point here. The point is, is that... If I see that you have a Facebook group and I see that as perceived success and I run off and create a Facebook group because I want perceived success, then after I create the group, what's going to happen? I have no game plan. I've just created this group. I may have like 10 people who joined it because I shared it on my personal page and on my business page. And then what? I'd be willing to bet that if Facebook released their, their numbers for groups, over 50% are dead, right? They're a group that's active, like it's up, but there's nothing happening in it. And you see the same with podcasts. For those of you who are like, I'm going to create a podcast. I want a podcast. Ask yourself why you want a podcast. Because Most podcasts, and this is statistically correct, most podcasts don't go past six episodes. And over 50% of the podcasts listed on Apple Podcasts are, are dead. Like they're not active. They're not producing new content. So what happens is people see the perceived success of a podcast Or they really enjoy podcasts and they see that perceived success and then they just hurry and jump in and do it because they're wanting it for comparison and perceived success reasons. Now, here's the thing. You can see someone having a Facebook group or someone having a podcast and you can see that and take a look at it and go, okay, that's interesting That's an interesting thought. That's an interesting direction. Let me figure out if that's a good fit for me, if that aligns with my values, and if that is the direction I really want to go. If it is, the question doesn't become, do I want that? The question becomes, do I want to do that? I'm going to say that again. It's not, do I want that? It's, do I want to do that? Meaning, do you want to put in the strategy of, okay, if I create a Facebook group, this is the audience I want to come to it. If I create a Facebook group, this is how often I'm going to be posting in it and the types of contents I'm going to be posting about. This is my plan for getting people in the Facebook group. If you're creating a podcast, finding a cadence, same thing with posting in the Facebook group. How often am I going to be speaking? How am I going to source interviews or am I comfortable speaking on my own? What is my message? Is this, does this have longevity and sustainability? Can I do it consistently? Can I show up as my best self because this aligns with my values, meaning I can be authentic day in and day out versus that looks like perceived success. I should probably be doing that. You tracking with me here? It's so interesting to me. And I find myself falling into this trap. I see people that have stuff going on and I'm like, I should do that. And the problem is I get caught up in the should. And the real turn of phrase, if you will, here is I could do that. So the next time you see something somebody else is doing and you're like, "Mm, I want that. I should do that. I want you to kind of flip it around a little bit. So take change, I want that to, or do I want that to, do I want to do that? Because there has to be action involved. It can't just be a throw it up against the wall and hope that it works. And then the next question, the next shift, I should say, is not, I should be doing that, but I could be doing that. And that opens up the expansion of the ability to say no, the ability to go, I could do that, but... X, Y, and Z just doesn't work in the time frame. X, Y, and Z doesn't align with my values. Now I use the example of like business-esque kind of things. Starting a Facebook group is something that you wouldn't normally do unless you were doing a business, at least in my world. Podcasts, slightly different, but this can be applicable to anything. Joining that play date group, right? Joining that girl's night, is it something you feel you should do and that because you want it because everyone else is doing it or do you want to do it, meaning you'll set aside the time, meaning you'll make sure that you prioritize it, that you'll be invested and committed. You'll go in with an idea of what it looks like in alignment with your values, right? Do you want to do that or do you want it? I hope that this is making sense because this is a game changer for being authentic, Way too often, in my opinion, we jump in on something we think we should be doing. And then when it fizzles out because it's out of alignment of our most authentic selves, we beat the crap out of ourselves up for it. I, you know, that person, she has that Facebook group and mine just didn't work. And there must be something wrong with me. And I may not be doing it right. Or maybe my business model is not good enough. Or I didn't have the right messaging. We beat ourselves up about it. When really in the big, big entirety of things, it could have just been that we weren't strategic enough about it because it wasn't fully in alignment. Now, I'm not saying that you can't see somebody with a Facebook group or somebody with a podcast or whatever it is for you. Not saying you can't see that and go, I think I want that. Do I want to do that? That's the next step. Don't jump to a should, jump to a could and ask, do I want to do that versus do I want that? That makes all the difference. And again, you could see somebody having a podcast and go, I want that. Do I want to do that? Okay, it involves this, this, and this, and this. Does it align with my values? Yes, I could do that. And it just opens up and expands all those horizons. Not saying this to talk yourself out of doing something and seeing something you want. I'm saying it to strategically align yourself with your most authentic self, and your values. So whether it's a decision of something you want in your business, in your relationships, plural, your partner, your children, the community, friends, family, etc. But business, relationships, and sometimes this is how you can be most authentic to yourself, knowing that you're making the right choices for you. So I'm going to end it there today, but I hope that this episode resonated with you. If it did, and you think someone else could also benefit from it, please share it with them and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on your listening platform of choice. It makes a big difference in helping other people join our community and discover that they too are capable of happiness abound. So that said, have a wonderful day. Ask if you want to do this and if you should versus could. So have a great day, and remember, you are capable of happiness abound.